Hey guys, and welcome back to The Outer Rim. I'm Gabe Green, and today with the help of one of my Outer Rim admins, we'll be talking about the latest episode of The Bad Batch, and this week it is my uh, also my po- fellow podcast host, uh, James Hamrick. What's up, man? Nothing much. What's going on? Uh, sleep deprived, but otherwise great. Well, um, so to yeah, today it is uh, episode 13 called Infested, uh, but if you would rather listen to the audio version of this review instead of staring at us, you can go over to our podcast feed, Franchise Fatigue Podcast, where James and I talk about awesome franchises, and you should also listen to that podcast because it's awesome, um, but you can listen to the audio over there at uh, Franchise Fatigue. Um, but back to this episode, uh, as I said, it is episode 13, Infested. It uh, is written by Amanda Rose Munoz. Uh, she wrote the previous episode, Decommissioned, which uh, we ran into the Martez sisters again. Good episode. Uh, and it's directed by uh, Saul Ruiz. And in this one, the Bad Batch returns from another successful mission to find that Sid has been run out of her business by a new wannabe crime boss by the name of Roland Durand. Uh, they don't take kindly to this and take it upon themselves to sabotage Durand's upcoming deal with the extremely uptight Pike Crime Syndicate. They do so, and Durand's little empire comes crashing down, leaving Sid once again uh, on top of the Ord Mantell Skullduggery Club. Um, so, James, what did you think about this one? I liked it. I thought it was a, a a fun little, you know, mostly contained adventure. Uh, yeah, involved Sid a little bit more as a character, um, but it was just a hey, here's a little fun thing they did. Yeah, I, I wasn't a big fan when I saw it Thursday night, but I did enjoy it more this time. I. I I unlike a pretty much. I feel like I'm always on the other side of whatever the popular conversation is with these Star Wars shows. Like everyone's, you know, filler, filler, filler. I'm like, yeah, I like I like these mission episodes. I like when it's just you know sitting, you know, hanging out with this crew doing different things. So that's not a problem uh, for me at all. Um, yeah, this one it is it, it, it. But yeah, this one definitely is on the lower end for me. I think you know we'll talk about talk about some of the positives but let's start with that i think my big takeaway with this episode that the reason i think i didn't i didn't really connect with it at first and i still have some hesitations is that i think it feels a little incomplete um like there's a lot going on there's a lot of movement happening and a lot of stuff introduced but every element introduced just feels kind of surface level like a series of things happens and it's over it's like okay that happened whereas but i think there's a lot of cool things that are introducing in this episode that if given time like i think this could have made a really good two-parter um and to just like you know you'll have a bit more with the pikes have a bit more with roland durand have a bit more with the creepy crazy bug things like just allow and it, and it's there's there's a heist happening there's you know warring factions of different crime syndicates trying to undermine each other and like I think there's room for a lot of just fun thriller heist aspects, and it all just kind of happens so easily, and it's over. And yeah, that's all right. Yeah, my my big. You may notice my cat jumping around in the background, just in case you were wondering what that black blur was. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think the the issue I like the the issue I had with it, and the thought that I had when it ended was that was all a bit easy. Like mm-hmm. that was for something high stakes that felt really low stakes. It, it felt to me like maybe a season one episode of 
rebels or even maybe kind of like a resistance e where it's like here's this i'm i'm here i'm bad you know i'm taking over what's going on they hype him up and then they're like yeah but he's also making deals with the pikes and you do not want to mess with that it's it's like we're dealing with like you know bad people we're dealing with crime organizations and heads and like people with scary reputations and stuff and like we're just like oh we'll go and we'll you know we'll we'll steal from him and then he checks the other people and is like oh man go get those people who stole from me yeah and the pike show up and they're like what well if y'all get back what y'all stole we'll be we'll be cool i guess it's like what <laughs> <laughs> I, I i have a th- head because let's talk about the ending uh it was funny like why are they mad at roland like he tried to do everything right he was trying the bad batch who you say oh we're cool now they're the ones who messed everything up but i'm wondering what if they like they they know full well if they if they mess with the bad batch people are going to end up dead and they're outnumbered so it's probably going to be them <laughs> so they're going to just use roland who they don't care about they're going to ha- you know, bring him there and chop off his horn, essentially, as a, not as a message to him, but as a message to the Bad Batch. Like, if you don't cross us again, but we don't want to fight right now, so we're just going to... You know, like, if we cut off Hunter's finger, someone's going to die. But we'll just cut off this guy. It's a message. We all get it. That's what, but, but it's all for next time. I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 feel like, I feel like that would work maybe more if, if the if the reputation, if, if part of the season so far, like an idea that we would, that we'd see more would be like a growing reputation for the bad batch. But I don't feel like it's, that's necessarily been like a running theme. I mean, for the they they look like, like tough the, customers and there's only three pikes. So. For, for sure. But like, you know, it's just, I mean, they are still pikes. Like they're like, they've got, they've got the pikes behind them and and you know they they even said you know like think about roland's like lineage think about what who he's connected with like he's got this big this big organization behind him as well and so it's it felt weird for them to be and even even then like it wasn't like it felt like the ending was kind of a cake and eat it too where like it's low stakes and that he doesn't get killed but they they walk away thinking like uh our our bad A reputation is still like fully intact. And it's like, I don't know. Everybody just seems to kind of like be able to do well, see y'all later <laughs> for as many different, like with as many different motivations and powers in play. It just, it felt like too many people got ripped off and too much didn't go according to plan for everybody to just kind of like walk away. Like, ah, da, 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 da. yeah, that, that's, that just was my a, head, that's just my head getter to make it work. <laughs> Well, for sure, and I'm I'm all about that. I'm all about like I will make you work because I want you to work, uh, with with Star Wars. But but it was I, I guess that was my biggest thing is and why it kind of as somebody who's not the the biggest fan of, of Resistance, that was like the thing that that most negatively stuck out to me of of the, the things that didn't work was just like we we got to walk away with without enough to do. Because like this is really this is the Clone Wars, you know. This is this gets to get away with what that show got away with. So like, yeah, when Ahsoka ran into them, it, it caused a bit more trouble. Yeah, and two episodes of filler, but uh, <laughs> it was <more> fun. <laughs> um, yeah, so maybe come back and since I, I and this is another element where I think we could have used more time is just what happened with uh, Roland coming up and taking over the crime world and driving Sid out, like. 
I want to see some of your interactions and whatever kind of scheming happened and threatening. Because it is the Clone Wars, I'm like, whenever the show does do that, I get really into it. Like, I love crime syndicate episodes across the show. Uh, But, uh, cat's fine. (laughs) Uh, But, like, it's, I, I love watching uh, Dave Filoni play around with the underworld, you know, like this is whenever we get all like the polit- the the crime political maneuvering and stuff. Yeah, particularly fun. the Darth Maul uh, yeah. arc. Uh, and so it would have been like you said, we, we show up, like they're going one mission, we show up and it's like, oh, this place is under new management and we kind of have this little bitty like, ah, we, we stole this thing and we got the pikes off your back. So, <laughs> episodes over yeah I, I like how uh sid ropes them into helping you know if i lose you lose don't forget how good i am at keeping secrets i believe she's threatening us that's <laughs> uh, one aren't you <laughs> yeah um but I, I also like that there's there seems to be a genuine mutual affection between sid and omega i mean everyone likes omega there's no one who doesn't like even deep down in his heart cad bane likes omega <laughs> um but yeah <laughs> And, and Omega's going to get them in trouble at some point by just volunteering them for every single, you know, every single time someone in the galaxy gets into trouble. But it's what makes her great. I'm so happy that we're like approaching the end of the season. I'm like, man, Omega's still dope. Yeah. Uh, and that, that's something that I do really like. Uh, and was, was started in earlier episodes was this kind of like, mutual respect between omega and sid and the fact that like there's like she i think she's even like growing to like the bad batch and she's not above being like hey i know things i could say things it's it's a funny line that they're walking that i think mostly works where she's like she's able to both like be like i'm pretty good at keeping like just overtly threatening them while also being like yeah me and omega are pretty chummy we're, we're on good terms like it's it's a fun dynamic i think Speaking of the big on good terms at the end she's like oh drinks on me and then uh uh tech echo and record like run off like little kids <laughs> oh, i love them um good. Fun vibes. yeah then we get the other sequence through the caves which it was. It was. I. I. I, would, I think both sequences were just way too short. And my guess is probably for animation reasons. Like it can't be cheap to animate thousands of complicated thing is, flying those insects. Sequences look incredible to me. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the way the camera moved, the lighting down there, the the, the sound screen, design is fantastic. They're, they're just different shots where like the camera's low. The sound design is amazing, but like we're shots where we're kind of down in the cart and then we we pull up as he brings the gun up and then we see the, the cart kind of turning the corner like the cart that we're about to try to ram turning the corner suddenly it, it just looks weighty and physical and like really tangible i just all of those cart scenes to me just look really sin- like indiana jones style like there's a real oh yeah level of grit and danger to it and there's something about the way they the camera felt heavier before like it, it felt like there was a physicality to it. Like they were really down there trying to maneuver with it and stuff. Yeah. And just mind carts make everything better. It's just science. If you want to yeah. make your show or movie better, put in a mind cart sequence. Um, yeah. And when they're just going through the, the tension and atmosphere, it got a lot of, you know, Minds of Moria vibes. <laughs> I was about to say, I audibly said, fool of the two at the end. So. 
fool of a clone. Um, and just the drums, drums in the deep. You yeah. just hear the screeching down from deep in the earth. It's just uh, a very the spider web effects were really cool. I felt like like it felt just kind of like gross. Like you're just gonna you just breathe and you inhale all sorts of nastiness. <laughs> yeah, but but like the actual sequences of them coming out, like what is it? Like maybe a minute or two total of it's like like it's it's scary. Like the the, the feeling of thousands of insects flying around your head is deeply unnerving <laughs> like just record screams he's like firing randomly in every direction but they all just kind of they, they just really end abruptly like i wish they do a bit more of a sequence you know do a, a trapped and having to escape kind of thing because it, it's called in, in, infested right is the name mm-hmm. yeah they're yeah. really playing up the bug well also the infestation is it's a double meaning the infestation well yeah, yeah durand uh but like yeah i i don't know i think that was another thing that maybe felt easy was like the trip down to get it both the first and second times felt pretty quick. Like we're mm-hmm. kind of, we're kind of in and out. And I would have liked, I don't know, spend a, a bigger portion. I mean, it's why I agree with you and you're saying like this, this would have been a good two-parter because I want, I, I can't have both of the things that I want at the same time. Cause I do, I want more of how he got there. I want more of, uh, his backstory and the power Durant? behind him. Yeah. And just the situation there. Um, so I want more on the surface, but I also would have liked to have felt like I'm kind of trapped there longer. Like, cause I never really got a sense of being trapped. I just got to mm-hmm. like, Ooh, this place is creepy. We should get out real fast. And like, just give us a bit more time to stew under like the doom of the pikes. You know, like this is, this is serious. Like we have to go, and probably die fighting the bugs because if we don't die fighting the bugs, we're definitely going to die because the pikes are going to kill us. Um, but speaking of Durand, um, I, I I think there's there's a, a seed of a really f- interesting character there. Like he feels like someone like with like the soul of a poet who's forced yeah. into this <clears throat> life of crime because of family expectations, and he just he just doesn't care, but he's got to keep up the front and like just how kind of lackadaisical and depressed he is all the time it's a uh, like just he was like whatever i guess i guess i'll be going and whatever see you guys it's just like i don't want to be here yeah it feels like he's like i like that idea that he's he's attempting to make something noble about what he's doing that he's like oh you know we can be dignified criminals but it doesn't it doesn't feel like that's his natural state like that his goal is to be a dignified respected criminal it's like you have the sense that he he may have other other personal desires and and would not at all be in this situation were it not for his family but if he's going to be here he's going to elevate it and so whenever he can't do that he just gets super bummed about it yeah um and then, despite you were talking about how the pikes seem to let people off pretty easy, I I do like how they're I how they're shown here. Um, particularly the scene, their first scene with Durand, where they just kind of storm in, and you know, when they threaten him and like him and all his guards draw their weapons and they don't even acknowledge it, they just keep threatening. Um, and that the, know, it's not just a threat of him; it's like it's him and his family. Like that's where yeah. they go to. Yeah, and. The, the actor uh, Liam O'Brien, I got to give some props to him. He he reads those threatening lines really well. Just the the just the presence and 
like what it says about them that they're way outnumbered. Everyone has guns in their faces. They just keep talking, keep threatening. Like it, it's such, it's just good world building as yeah. far as like who these people are and what they mean. Um, yeah, that, that was fun. Um, anything else you wanted to mention about this? Uh, I guess last thing. So I'm, I really, I'm, I'm hoping that this isn't the the biggest most uh centered on sid episode that we have because i'm still i I still am interested in her character and i want more from her and like despite the fact that she was more involved in this episode than in most episodes it still didn't feel like we continued to it didn't feel like a a deeper like okay i'm really getting a feel for you as a person um like i like her growing relationship with omega and this kind of like this mutual this tenuous mutual respect that she and the batch have for each other but i'm like i I kind of i love it whenever these shows do that of like this is so and so's episode and this is really where we find out more about them and and i'm hoping that this wasn't the show's version of that that there's still more to the character we go back to Trandosha and meet her parents or something. Yeah, find out they had some sort of tragic death or something. I don't know. You got to give yeah. them a tragic death. I mean, I, I'm all I'm all here for more Sid. Um, do you get the feeling like they're setting up a season two? Like they're like with how Duran comes in, it feels like he's a character that's going to come back some point. Yeah, I've um, been very unclear, and I don't know if I don't know if there's been any word on this because I'm still unclear as to whether this is a limited series or if it's a new show, like with they're planning on more from but i got that because it's it's carrying itself like clone wars and rebels like it's feeling it's not feeling like it's here's our one story because i think if it had a much stronger uh forward moving plot then i'd be like oh i could see this being a, a one and done but like because we have bottle episodes because we have filler episodes because we have just mission of the week like it it feels like it's growing its own part of the galaxy for for future seasons yeah instead of like this is this season's story like it'd be a a weird if it was one and done this would be a weird season i think yeah there are a lot of interesting tendrils they're setting up particularly with connections to like the early resistance that i don't feel they can fully pay off in just three more episodes um yeah you know along with all you know crosshair omega's destiny and like this omega alone to me leads me to think and i was thinking about this before because sometimes whenever i like i've I've really been enjoying the show and i'm wondering like when is it gonna make that that next step to like peak of rebels peak of clone wars kind of thing and who do they have who do they have here that could what character could they play with that could get to the level of like a Kanan and Ezra and Hera and Ahsoka, like like, and I, I feel like if there's a Wrecker. character, it could be Omega. <laughs> Wrecker's gonna just have this Shakespearean arc next season, but yeah, I feel like Omega. There's because of the fact that we're this far in, and I still just like she's such a fun character, and I'm very much like invested in her. I feel like, you know, Ahsoka was just. I mean, if anything, Ahsoka was much less well received, and she was just kind of a fun fun little wrinkle to the dynamic at first and then i'm like crying in season five and so i feel like the potential the there's potential for this show and her and 
where she fits in with the batch. Like there's potential for it to really go places in future seasons. Yeah, that, that's my one big concern, hesitation, curiosity regarding this going forward is like, yeah, like I really enjoy the bad batch. Just one little great moment here is like when the uh when the pike said, you know, the, the, the girl has to stay, and instantly every one of them drew. And like that kind of dynamic, I love these meatheads, but I don't know that they're not they're not there yet as far as like yeah. rebels. We ha- every single one of the crew of rebels, um, you know, had you know in- interiority and an arc they were going through, and just and 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 then they had you know, two or three characters that were just mind blowingly good. Omega's great, but the rest of the bad batch has so far aren't on that level. So like. For for a season two, I, I I've enjoyed all the mission episodes, but usually you know with with a, with a show that's very um episodic, you want a really strong cast that like you just want to spend time with the cast. The episodes are an excuse for that. Um, so I think either the in order to have a season two, I think they'd have to really double down hard on the drama and give us probably a really serialized story just to justify um. You know, get into the emotion because I, I I love what we have this season one. I don't know that this episodic format could could sustain a season two without yeah. getting much deeper into who these people are. Yeah. Um, we'll see. Uh, I, I think like I, I share in all those concerns, but I really do think that there's there's potential. You know, there's there's decent like they already get to you know piggyback off of the fact that like we we like the batch, like they're fun guys and. And Omega's great. And so there's there's a foundation there for them to do something cool. I just I hope that I hope that going forward it isn't just more mission of the week with this kind of the same kind of fun dynamic because that you know I don't know how sustainable that is. Yeah. All right. Well, on that bright, cheery note. <laughs> no, it's optimistic. <laughs> I, I think they're gonna do it. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Um and uh, you know, if it's even if it's just season one, this this was a good trip. Yeah. Um, all right, so that is all for this week. Uh, uh, obviously, a like and like this video, subscribe to the channel. Um, also, join us over in the Outer Rim a Star Wars group on Facebook. It's a dedicated to positive and constructive Star Wars discussion like this. Or usually, mostly positive. <laughs> positive uh, and constructive. If you're going to be negative, be constructive. Absolutely. Um, also, check out our podcast, Franchise Fatigue. We're talking about the Harry Potter series. Um, and we will be back uh, next week with episode 13. This thing's almost over. Mm. All right. See you guys. <laughs>